0: Knew what things would turn into, or what they would get cut down to, or reduced do you to. You really have so to be your own advocate careful.
1: on these when you're you are on a reality show.
0: Well, for sure, and also they make you feel like you have to do certain things when, in fact, you really don't have to do those things. But they just kind of threaten you with being like you are like totally boring. Like they make it They'll seem say like that. They, they kind of it's like having like the the okay. Like let's the roll play. I am you. Yeah.
1: Um. So uh, you say, how did the day go?
0: How did the day go today?
1: Um. He was nice. I just don't think he's my type.
0: He was really ugly, right? You believe you thought he was ugly. You can say it.
1: Just say it. I think he just saw someone, and like, I physically go his for it. His teeth? It was his teeth? No, I think it was just he um, was his background, maybe? <laughs> like, not oh, the people from like, the big right. world. Oh,
0: his you race. Know? Okay, so you're a racist and <laughs> you hate his teeth.
1: And welcome to Got It From My Mama. You po-
2: got it right.
1: Okay, you interrupted me before I can even get to what people know what the podcast is about. Mm-hmm. Got It From My Mama is a podcast where I talk to my mom about everything you are too scared to chat to your own mom about. I'm Tori Piskin. I'm a comedian in New York City. You see me on MTV's Wilding Out and we 29 Snapchat Discover.
2: And I'm Lulu Piskin and I take Klonopin.
1: Okay, that is an interesting.
2: <laughs> I just figured, why not put it out yeah, there? Um, the podcast is about opening up. I have opened up, and let's get started. Okay, Tori.
1: Hello, Ch- hello,
2: Tori Piskin. Hi, look I look at you. are your last name lately. Why I
1: came from you know my last I name. I don't
2: know. It just <laughs> sounds a little more professional. Since professional, we're really not. you know, our intro has the
1: word Xanax in it, but I don't no, know how professional. Lana <laughs> Joey, oh, I, this it is the
2: most adorable. Handsome guest sitting here. I love how Aww. I was going to intro, and then okay. I always
1: ask, What should I intro? And then you'll go, You do it, you do it. And the moment the podcast, you go, Isn't
2: Joey adorable? Not even a second in. You always have to take over for me. Actually, I really wanted to do a podcast on my own to ask you. What? Like without you. <laughs> you <know?
3: laughs>
0: I think you're starting right now. Yeah, I think you're starting.
1: All right, let's introduce our guest. I am so excited he's here. I feel like automatically, like, a Kendrick spirit?
2: Like Kendrick, a Kindred. Like does that make any sense? Kindred. Yeah. How do you say it we're both I don't know. Classic. Like, no, like in. an instant friendship. And we are. She got it yeah. from me. Okay. So how do you say
0: it? Kindred. I, th- I believe kindred? it's Kendrick. Oh, she yeah, said. kindred. Right. Oh, nice. Okay, I was yeah. correct.
1: Well, anyway, we have here Joey Healy. He is an eyebrow expert in the beauty industry. He has his own salon and beauty products, and he's also going to be having a really fun show at Caroline's. Um, what's the date again?
0: It's Sunday uh, the 26th at 7.30, and it's featuring Tori Piskin. Yes, I'll
1: be on it. And it's going to be um, people doing stand-up, but always related to, like, Beauty like fails and stuff, and it's going to be kind of like a live panel show, but all in relation to like fun beauty. I'm so fails. excited
2: about Joey, the live panel. I am too. Her. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I've, I've seen her.
2: Okay. But like the live panel and some of the things you told me that you're going to touch
0: it's on. It's going to be so much fun. Some of the games. Yeah. I, you know, I kind of feel like it's almost like hosting like a, a an evening, like nighttime. What are they called? The like, it's like a talk show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's you're
3: exactly. Right. right. It's at
0: the exactly. You're it's like right. a little pageant, With right? Right. <laughs> exactly it's gonna be like half late night talk show half pageant but it. it's gonna half be half Andy Combs e- exactly yes. it's like that kind of Watch What Happens Lifestyle because exactly. there's, we're gonna play games and it's gonna be Beauty Never Have I Ever Rapid Fire Word Association Rate the Celebrity Beauty Fail um, so we have some really great comedians we have Tori we have um, uh, Benito Skinner better known as Benny, Benny Drama, Drama who yes. everyone loves He's Mary very Beth funny. and so we're gonna have a really fun night so if you're in New York City Sunday the 26th of January come out and see us 7.30pm yes. 7.30pm it's on Carolyn's Comedy Club, which yeah. is a very
2: Famous, well renowned comedy club.
0: Have you performed there, Tori? Yes, I have. Uh, I you love have. it there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's no schlock place. <laughs> no, it's the, it's no it's the sh- top the of the food <laughs> chain. It's the big league. Just
1: saying, it's, it's the top of the food um, chain. Yeah, yeah, I'm go. really
0: excited. Oh, well, he is s- so good looking. Oh, it. yeah. Do you want
1: to describe you.
2: him? You. My mom loves to describe
1: oh, him. Oh, yes. please.
0: Okay. First of
2: all, she should have get her glasses on everyone. Oh, Ken, you know, I love Ken. So, okay, so Joey, you're very, how tall are you? Six foot?
0: I'll take it. Yeah. I'm a good came in,
2: I don't know, fabulous hair, a little spiked up, gorgeous just blue eyes a great um, b- the beard is very groomed though yeah like, I, tr- I trimmed it just for you <laughs> yeah no it's fabulous but the thank eyes you. are incredible but most incredible are your brows
0: ah oh, thank like, you they are
2: like perfection
0: that's my love your language very, eyebrows oh the
2: brows are, yes <laughs> and they just frame the blue eyes
0: yeah you know i that's my world a brow obsession I actually just tinted them last night because really? yeah it makes a difference I feel like do you ever get yours tinted uh, yeah. yeah I like
1: getting I like getting them like redder looking yeah. So they're yeah.
0: not so dark. Yeah, because Tori comes into Joey Healy. I yes. studio. We figured that out after. Could you believe Tori she got... went to your yeah, salon? Yeah, it's a Was small it world Laura. I you saw Laura you saw Do Laura yeah. I say Morelli. salon? Yeah, studio yes. salon. Okay, yeah, they, right. Yeah, it's so funny because when Tori got booked on Joey Healy presents Beauty Fails at Caroline's, I was telling my whole staff about the the gig, the the people that we got, and Laura's like, "Oh my God, I know Tori. She That's know so friend. funny, yeah. isn't it? It's a small world. Yeah. It's a small world. But yeah, Laura probably shapes and tints your brows. Yeah, Tinting does. your brows for me, that mine get kind of blonde. I was born kind of more of like a sandy I could blonde, see that with and you. my brows can be like a really soft taupe. So I like them pretty dark. They match
2: mm-hmm. your hair Darker. Yeah, a little
0: darker. A little darker. But I feel like it makes like blue eyes pop. It makes the whites of your eyes pop. Really? It's Interesting. It's an expert tip. Wait, that's in. an expert We have so tip. much to get into. Wait, I want to so just much. go okay, back.
2: No. He's wearing the okay. most stunning. It's Kenzo, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> fucking Kenzo. Me too. It's a, it's black... a lot of fun. Oh, it's so cool, though. It's like a black tight knit with the. Oh, my God. The body is. You work out a lot.
0: A little bit. What? I mean, you're the workout lady, I huh? You're the I know, instructor.
2: but lately I haven't done anything.
0: But <laughs> I do that's a lot right. of yoga. A lot of hot yoga
2: Oh, so you do. You're sweating.
1: And yeah, you're, yeah, you're sweating, yeah. you're dripping. Great yeah. jeans. Dripping in my Kenzo. But wait,
0: I
2: don't know what these boots are, but they're fucking amazing. Thing, look, yeah. there's spikes on the fr- Oh, my yeah. God. Spikes wait, and like. Wait, are these Louis Vuitton?
1: Yeah,
0: uh, Christian Louis Vuitton. yeah. They're yes. called the melon ah, spike.
2: Ah.
1: And I can't believe we were going to make you walk or up 11 it. flights. Just, I, just a quick <laughs> note, because our elevator. With,
2: these, <laughs> with, the, with the Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Uh,
1: I know. Boots.
0: I could do it. Listen, I, if them. I'm going to do 11 flights, it might as well be in a luxurious shoe. Right. It wasn't a luxurious scale
2: well. It wasn't a what? Luxurious stairwell. No, but no, that was a awesome. shit stairwell.
0: <laughs> you know, we all have to earn our keep for these podcasts. Dance <laughs> for your so dinner.
2: Sweet though. <laughs> and then the ele- we have a lot of elevator problems, as you can see. But you got to ride up with hot construction. I was going to say
0: it wasn't so bad. I all almost hit right. the emergency <laughs> break. <laughs> the door opens, and all these hot construction workers say, "Okay, that was worth it. Like, I'll wait another thirty minutes with them." You're like,
1: is it stuffy in here, or should everyone take off their shirts? Exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm like, do you guys need some help building something? I'm gonna I'm gonna go weld. I'll it's do the podcast hysterical. later. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm, go well, I'm like, where'd you jo- go? You're like, I went off on, Joey? on floor three. Where, and
2: I'm pulling down to the desk. Where's Joey? Oh, he, I don't know. He's up there on forty eight. <laughs> no, Jackhammering. Jack or something. He took a yeah, took a nice jackhammer. Up exactly. There. What the fuck
0: happened? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and, this is the hottest dating spot we, in the Upper East Side.
1: Um, <laughs> anyways, anyway, so should
2: stunning we talk? Head to talk? Yes,
1: I think first we should talk yes, about how so we, so we got stuff. into the eyebrow. Industry, how you yes. fell yeah. into it. Yes. Also, we have to talk about he was on a reality show about dating on Bravo called The Singles Project, right? Which yeah. was a few years ago. Yeah, it was in five, the, right? Yeah, Joey?
0: five. It was the summer of 2014. <laughs> Mom, I love yeah. how
3: you
2: came in. You are like, it was five.
0: Yeah, exactly. you got well,
3: it. I
2: watched
0: it. Oh, you yeah. Did? Yes, yes it was
3: of good. course yeah. I did.
2: Um, I so, think, can I say one thing? One about the yes. show, and, and we we'll are because there's so much to ask you about. I will say, watching that show, it looks like they really put some money into
0: it. Yeah, I mean, it was a really big production, and you every episode was filmed and aired within the same week, which was like the biggest thing. So they had a ton of crew working on editing it very fast. I think where a lot of the money went in was um, the really, really fast turnaround in, in like post production. Oh. Because, because of the,
1: like, The Bachelor, that thing happens like three or four months yeah. no, but prior to the. Live.
2: Like I was first of all, you are like you pop in that. Thank Fuck you. everyone else. I
0: don't know who <laughs> that's they are. Right, sir. But you were like
2: <laughs> g- drop dead.
0: Thank you. Like
2: anyone would All
1: right, let's you. talk about okay, the reality show okay. first, and then we'll go into the- All right, I guess. Because what. that's what's okay. coming up.
0: That's what's what happening. A, that's okay. what's happening.
2: So how did this begin? How did you- Get that connection. You know,
0: it's so funny because I am an eyebrow specialist, even right. though I guess I'm part time, you know, reality date part time comedian now. I'm right. taking more on my resume, but I am an eyebrow specialist, and I had sort of been a little bit around that world of Bravo for a bit. A couple of my really good friends were Housewives of New York. Oh. Cindy Barshot, my friend Aviva Drescher. I remember Cindy. Yeah, on, Cindy. she was Cindy. only one season. She was one season on Real Housewives of New York. I remember. York. Which I watched that again? one. She was. She, was, she, she did the, the. She owned completely bare, which was. Uh, she had the twins, right? Twin kids right, okay. who are beautiful and now getting so much older. Um, Cindy and I went into business together. We opened some little brow studios in her um, oh, hair removal salons at oh, one point. Okay. She's awesome. I love Cindy. We're still very good friends. She seems like a nice person. She's the best. Yes. Love her. Um, and then my friend Aviva Dresher, oh, who Viva everyone too. knows. With the, about leg. With the leg. The, <laughs> the leg. Also, one season, right? No, uh, she, uh, had a, two. she had a. Few, she did two. She did two. Yep. So they look
2: like they would tortured a little bit on that.
0: Oh, those God, best. yeah. Like bullied. I, I, yeah. Oh, for sure. Even like uh, Viva, I did. All of her makeup for all of her filming and stuff, and really? all our confessional. So I kind of Whoa, was like fo- yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love exactly. You like
1: uh,
2: so you see that my hand was in season eight.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Like my left, my left thumb. You saw for a second.
2: Oh, so that's where kind of the connection to well, Bravo. Or... I used
0: to like. I kind of would go with them to like watch What Happens Live okay. or go to the clubhouse, and I kind of like very loosely knew Andy Cohen. Oh, and you did. Then, yeah, and you know what it was? It was just like this casting company. Sort of. I guess it was just kind of in the mix, and they reached out to me. I was the last person. Cast on the show really? um, I was probably first contacted around May and we started filming at the beginning of July so it was wow. really really quick
3: so like what, how, how did they, they pitch the idea to you? you
0: well basically one of my friends was involved with casting and they wanted to um, meet some of her friends and that's how I initially kind of got pulled oh, in a little bit okay. and then they right at that moment had, the production company had sold the show to Bravo and Bravo thought that it would. I, they wanted me to be a cast member so, so mm-hmm. it kind of, I was like a little bit in the mix. I kind of knew some people and that's how it all okay, kind of came Okay, wait, together. but hold on.
2: So, but prior, let me go back a little bit mm-hmm. in it. Did you have to do an audition? No. no? Well, you already had, you were like I got cast in. off
0: of one, the, one Skype interview. Oh, one oh, Skype? Wow. I was yeah. going to ask you.
2: So you did have a Skype interview yeah. with like a
0: producer or? It was a casting, it was like a junior casting director. And basically my friend who had been kind of, I don't know how she originally got involved, but she had heard about it. For months and months and months, they were kind of dragging her along with this idea of this like potential oh. dating show, and then she got toward this point where they said, "Okay, now we want to meet like three of her friends who would debrief with after a date. Who would she meet at a bar for a drink?" Right. And then she listed three friends, m- myself being one of them. And then they just did a. 30 minute Skype interview we largely with you. yeah with me we talked half the time about my friend half the time about me and then it seems like right at that moment the show got sold to Bravo and Bravo in reviewing things so we're okay. like
2: oh we know him
0: yeah we know oh, him we know of him we know because
2: I- the tape must have gone to other people yeah <laughs> I, I mean, it, think
0: it, it was from there that the senior casting director at oh, this yeah. casting company um, the house that casting built um, it's run by these uh, Risa and Anthony they're amazing Risa had reached out to me and she had said like you know would you be interested in doing more? And I really, that was kind of vague. And she's like, you know, like being more like right, full time. Want? Not right, just so like the friend. Yeah. So then, you know, before oh. I knew it, I had a contract and that was that. So I signed up. It really so is, went very quick. It did. And it's funny. I really wasn't looking to do it. And I wasn't particularly comfortable doing it. Because I was, yeah, I was gonna, yeah, Did you have yeah. any like
1: aspirations before to like be on TV? I mean, obviously when you're yeah. in the beauty world, I feel like you, a lot of people, they have big personalities to yeah. begin with. Yeah.
0: It's just also being in the beauty world—you're so behind the scenes, you know. Like I actually love Bravo, and I would watch it since I was in college. You know, I really like was like a stan for like the first, yeah, Real Housewives of Orange County right from the beginning. Um, And so it was kind of cool when I had the opportunity to work with people who were like on Housewives and stuff like that. But I always felt more behind the scenes. I also feel like I do a lot of media when it comes to eyebrows and beauty. I've had a publicist for years, and I I could—I go, I'll do like Good Morning America and all these things with beauty segments. But that gave me the false confidence that doing a reality TV show about dating oh, would be easy. When really it's so personal, and I'm not really, I guess, comfortable. Well, well I was outside of my comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. There I'm being an you're expert. Being a I,
2: professional.
0: Yeah, and I know. I kind of feel like I know everything about eyebrows. I'm like such a studied brow connoisseur that there's no question that can throw me off. But like your dating life, I mean, it's a constant well, you're putting yourself disaster. Out
2: there. So prior, no, but to you're exposed. Yeah. So, okay, so then you right. go on
1: this reality show Hold about on. dating. What? So wait, so we because <laughs> so it's just fascinating. Our and my mom's whole conversation is no, hold on, no, you, you hold on. I, I, I
0: need like the listeners to know that they're like on both sides of me, <laughs> and I, it's like watching a tennis match. I'm like left, right, left, About right. About thirty five
1: <laughs> minutes in, we get into an argument, and then it the P, and then it goes down from there. Well, sometimes Perfect. we
2: have a blowout before it goes on, like before we tape.
0: Let's do both. So
2: we, we can we like actually did not have an argument today. Throwing, but anyway, there was no argument. I, I like went easy today. I we, like could tell from her like face if she's like <laughs> irritated, and like I it depends how far I'll push her right and i'm sometimes i'm like i'm quitting fuck you she's and like
1: she's a 13 year
2: old uh, middle school girl she'll call me up and she'll be like
1: i am quitting i'm, I'm not doing
0: Dina. this i'm like why are you being so mean i'm backing out of my contract yeah i'm like I'm what backing out <laughs> find of <my> another mother <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i think is there another one
2: anyway so okay so you start the process so it was nerve-wracking exposing yourself
0: yeah, it was. And tell it, us
2: a, one more time like about the show. So it was a
3: live... Yeah, so
0: basically the show was a, a show about six New Yorkers, mm-hmm. um, three women, three men. Everyone was like kind of a professional in their late 20s or early 30s. At the time I was 28. I'm now 33. There was a dermatologist. There was a clothing store owner, a dentist. Um, and we were all single. And so the show was very unique in its format where it was that each episode was filmed and aired in the same week. So if we were filming this podcast, wow. it would be on TV in like three or four days, wow. and for that reason, the audience can get involved. A lot of times at the end of the episode, I would say, you know, go to bravo.tv.com and tell me who I'm going to go on a date with next week. I'm I'm between these two people, and they would vote, and I would do what they say. Wow. Or we did things once where I like tweeted, "Hey, I'm going to be at this bar tonight in Hell's Kitchen. Um, we're filming for episode three, and I'm just going to like take all the blind dates I can." And then all oh, so know, people, random people would just line up. Yeah, people no. who watch so production the show. Value
1: would be like insane. It's
0: insane. It's insane the cost to produce the thing was insane too but like oh. then like people who would watch the first two episodes came to that bar to meet me and then they were on the third episode if wow. they were a part of it so it was it was a lot of work um, it was not a lot just of work. filming people don't know oh that. my god it's a lot oh, it's it, a, it is like a job I mean is it? you do get paid weekly and you do earn earn that. It's hard to quantify what giving your life like is like that. But it's also a lot of um, waiting around. It's like a lot of rush and then wait. It's like, yeah. you know, you have to be at dinner at six, but then you're sitting in like the production van till like 830 <laughs> yeah. or like they're it's coming exhausting. to your apartment it's to, yeah, to film something but they have to light the apartment and your apartment takes two hours to light, you know. So it's a lot of uh, running around. It's, it's also, it's just kind of stressful because, you know, we, I love watching reality TV because I love like ripping them yeah, to shreds. Right. And then you're like, you're not that's going to be me. Right. I know. It's totally different. And then there's this this push to be entertaining, which is, you know, you could be enjoyable and entertaining in real life, but that doesn't translate to TV. And the producers would always tell me, like, if you like something, you have to love it. If you kind of don't like something, you have to hate it. Like, you have to have a big, so wide they really spectrum like directed of emotion. You well, I wanted to
2: know that part. Like, are these people, because, you know, I was watching you. I mean, you came off
3: really Yeah, you great. came off Thanks. great.
2: I think you came off... <laughs> How you are, but probably bigger. You
1: know right. What I mean? Yeah. I. You, yeah. You, you, yeah. I mean, that's what they
0: need for TV is like right, the so that's what But also, that
1: makes sense because, like, I mean, when people meet me, I'm like, I'm like nice. But then, like, when I'm on exactly. doing, I'm like on. You know what I mean? Right.
0: It requires you to really, um, to really entertain people, I mean, it's 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 almost like a funny thing where it's a lot of pressure where your life is just your life. But then there's you know millions of people sitting down to to just like have a glass of wine after their long day and escape into your life. Mm-hmm. Right. What I what was good about our show is I would not say I'm a confrontational person at all, and so many reality TV is based around that. And I think every TV show needs conflict. Ours was probably the natural conflict of like dating, dating. right? Because there's a right. lot of ups and downs, highs and lows, and it's not so much. About you know there were some things with the intercast members where there was like some little um, tiffs and this and that, but that was really kind of low. So it was nice that it wasn't it wasn't so soul damaging the way I feel like Housewives. So your
2: show, so so what was your dating stressful? Yeah, yeah, it
0: was it was stressful, but it was honestly so much fun. It is oh, you yeah. had fun. I did have fun because it was airing as it happened. Like I we had um done like a photo shoot and my, our photos were on buses, taxis, wow. every subway. How did that feel? it was crazy. Gra- it was right? am- it was before we even filmed our first episode because really? it was about, so people were starting to like recognize. Yeah, you know? first before we even filmed, and then while we were filming, people were watching the show and they were into it. Oh. It was really energizing, I think, to have it be filming like as, adrenaline. Yeah, as we went also. Like, like, you know, it felt, it does feel good to kind of have that attention on you, even if it's completely undeserved. It does <laughs> feel good. It's <laughs> completely undeserved. <laughs> I always, like, you know, sometimes even with work or with eyebrows or with my studio or what I've done in business, I feel like I, you work so hard and it's not like you always get accolades for no. cleaning the toilet no. or staying really late. Right. So sometimes you'll take I the know. accolades. I know, my toilet's broken up now. <laughs> right, right now. see, it's all right, got to fix
2: that. It. Right, no. You but
0: sh- just even getting, like, an applause for something that is, like, just for anything, you're like, oh, cool. Like, I, I'm like, right. it's, it's affirming. But and now also,
2: you know why these people that are get just up so upset when that, they're not, th- on that it they're anymore. Not, you know, actors that yeah. they get on these shows and they really do after eight seasons, get big egos. Oh, you know, they, some yeah. Some of them are like, oh, ortho. yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck are they on this show? <laughs> I know. Like, who are they? I, it, but a they thousand are, percent. Right. But it's the power of TV. I always say to Tori yeah. is mind blowing. It's There's incredible. There's nothing else like it, I think.
0: There, I mean, it's just like that. You could be in everyone's like living room, just that's like it. that. And I feel like, you know, it's not like Especially
2: a... Especially Bravo. Yes. You know, Bravo, like, it's that yeah. ba- your show, I thought the quality was so good. Like, I, it's so embarrassing, but I even watched <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, that's,
0: like, huge. Oh, yeah.
2: okay. Huge. But, like, that's tra- like it's trash. Like it's just, It works. <laughs> I, right. It's, but, like, I don't know how much the value of, like... I don't think it's the most expensive. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think it might be right. But it, it really looks like they right. put up a bunch of huts. They put <laughs> some ribbons <laughs> I around, love the hut. and they go, go screw to the right, go screw to the left. Yeah. It's like I don't understand And then you have a TV it. show, right? Wait. But yours looked like it really was highly produced.
0: Production value is a big deal. Like with Bravo too, like they film a lot of B-roll for days of like. Right. They it, make it like, look really nice. Yeah. They even Beautiful. like.
2: Beautiful. I'm not being rude. i that I just want to let the dog walk and know she can come. Yeah, let her <laughs> So I want to know
1: what was your dating life before you went on the show?
0: Kind of just like lackluster. I really hadn't, I think before that show I had one serious boyfriend okay. for a oh. year, seven years prior. So really? when I was like 20 or 21 uh-huh. and then that, then nothing until at that point I was 28. Wow. So I had been, you know, dating. Were you here doing the apps? Was the apps? Apps were like, I mean, it was. It was. It wasn't quite. It was right around like when Tinder started. Apps okay. were kind of new. You right. Know? It was still
1: seen as like weird.
0: Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And there wasn't so many. Like some of them now there are weren't just, like so many. Yeah. You know. There was a like long time ago. It right. was a while ago. Yeah. There's was like the dark ages of apps. You know. Tinder, I think, was like really the one. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but so were
1: you excited for this show because because of like your business, or were you like, oh, also like maybe I could find love? Like, I, did you want to find love at this
0: point? I did. So I think the thing is like the first thought as a businessman, right? was that right. this is going to be really man. helpful for my business. I had a, a business. I had a brow studio. It was much smaller than the one I currently have. I had a product line and I was doing everything I could to, to get that out there. In fact, the reason I probably was single for the majority of my 20s was because I was putting in so much time and energy and work into no my business. No one knows what it takes it own takes a, a lot. business by yourself. You know. That's why a lot
2: of people work for other people.
0: Yeah, it's not. they can't be the owner. Well, people have these entrepreneurial dreams, but I, I think that you only see the good side of it. And I only show people the fun stuff. Right, You know, right. my job isn't to show you all of the nitty gritty. Right. But it it's is. It's
2: such, I give you so 20, much credit. Thank you. Because it is so hard to be an entrepreneur and to actually make it happen. Yeah. What that takes, no one can really understand. Yeah. And there's a lot of hardship in it.
0: There is. And there's a, a lot especially of responsibility. New York City. has got to be the hardest. Yeah. yeah. You know, I feel like that's the thing. It's like you do get all the credit when everything goes right, but then you bear all the responsibility and blame when things go. Trust know, me. And that coming to, to my be... house
2: when my husband <laughs> and I like paying the bills. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It's not fun, right? Nope. Yeah. Nope. I definitely have a lot of tenacity, but I think I was focused a lot on that, especially in my 20s. I think when the show yeah, came didn't have much about- much time. I didn't have much time, so I felt like the show was almost like the... I'm like, okay, great. This will be done. I'll never have to date again. Right. I, I almost remember thinking when oh. the show came out that I was like, oh, this is... Like, great. It's like two birds with one stone. Like, I could date and get my business out there. Oh. But, you know, the more I get started... Get business...
2: Because I said that to Tori. I said, well, it I, did I help. wonder if that you felt for the show this was part of okay I'm going to really be able to get my business out there
0: I did think that and it did, it did, did work did it help it did help for sure but you know the thing is it wasn't about my business my business is who I am in I a lot know. of ways so yeah, it's sort of right. part of it me it was
1: about you being single it
0: was about me being single too and I think that also I had I had to really face what it what it meant to be single and well, what I really was looking for because you know sometimes you can at just that point meander. did you not know well I think I knew that I was ready to kind of get a little bit more serious but you can kind of meander through your day life and not really be self-critical or not really reflect on what you want or what you're not getting but when you're under scrutiny like that you need to start to get some clarity with what you're looking for so i think that it kind of made me look at myself and kind of wonder why i was still single and seeing patterns and uh-huh. also the thing is everyone chimes in with their opinion which like is the, the producer point. you mean or the-, the audience so it's like you know right, people- he
2: was the audience was being asked right should i date and the
0: audience is telling you all the things you're doing wrong like and what, what would they
2: tell you that you're like oh shit
1: i guess i do do that
0: that I judge people's eyebrows. That you judge like, your <laughs> eyebrows? It came up a lot, obviously. Um, I think that, you know, I've always seen myself as kind of decisive. And I think it, as, a, as a business person, that's helpful. But sometimes with dating, I feel like maybe not giving people enough of a chance was something that I was being... Maybe a little criticized for. Again, listen, you're only seeing a very small part of the date. Right, right. Dates.
2: They must edit it down so much.
1: It's don't tremendously
0: they? edited tremendously. down. Tremendous. Because you are going is, on an f-
1: hour date and it'll really be like, well, will see would, four minutes.
0: Dates would be really like two and a half hours. You so, know? how
2: did you feel? Were you nervous about the editing process?
0: Um, you know, I actually I think that I'm a pretty good person, with Ilya, mean, relatively good natured and I'm not perfect and I could I mean again those little things like maybe being a little judgmental this and that I try right. never to be mean right because you don't want to deflate somebody especially cut them down on well, TV you're it's, so sweet yeah, tr- and you're
2: like the nicest person I
0: feel like I wasn't worried about being edited into a total monster because I'm not and that's the thing about editing is you could blame editing all you want because it does put things through a really different lens but they tend to not at least on Bravo they don't they, it, it's, it's just a very very um, focused characterization of who you are so I wasn't worried about not coming off like a good person but maybe being reduced to like the generic funny gay mm-hmm. character which right. in a lot of ways I think I was because there's a trope for that that works you know yeah I mean at one point the producers told me like listen like if you're not going to really make us like cry you have to make us laugh <laughs> like you have two <laughs> oh, choices really? Yeah. yeah really because I wasn't particularly um that's emotional about a lot but of that's the things a lot of that pressure didn't... though well, I it's would a lot think. of yeah, it is. It's a lot of pressure. I think looking back on it, I could see it as being a and lot of pressure. You're also not
2: an actor. This is not what at I all. keeps bringing. Not bring, at all. This is what I keep bringing back. Is that reality shows. Is that these people that are on them, that you don't have the ability, you didn't study acting at least Strasbourg or whatever these places are to automatically cry or yeah. be No, oh, it's true. Totally. No, but did the producers the ever like
1: ask you questions? Can you think of sometime that they ask you a question that you're like, Oh, I feel so uncomfortable right now? Do they like really push your well, buttons? Well they ask you
0: about sex, your sex life. Oh, they totally push your buttons. They oh, know they how do. to do it. Yeah. Like what they do they do? do. Well, like there's so many, um like I remember once One episode, kind of story was that I was like went on a few dates with somebody, then I broke up with them on the High Line, which was (laughs) so hard to do. Like who who does that, right? But also like isn't that where they set it up for the show? Yeah, they set it up like that, and they and you know they they give two. A common thing with producers, they give two cast members or two people totally different information, then put them in the a <gasps> scene together so they can kind of sort it wow. out. So they probably told this guy how much I was into oh, him, so this that's and that. We were, were having a picnic on the high line, oh and then my I broke and then you up were with going him. In- <laughs> Wait, and like walked away. It was terrible. <laughs> but
1: by the way, I do feel like that is very relatable and just dating in general because yeah, you can go exactly. on date and be like, "This guy's so into me," and you're like, "Oh." fuck he just dumped me (laughs) totally opposite right yeah so that's how they make conflict
0: though they make conflict by yeah giving you different information right and then i was um i was at this bar that night that they invited people hold on so there's dawn okay
2: there's dawn so marcella is now just coming in
0: marcella's the dog walker and she's the the cutest thing
2: (laughs) marcella say hi just say a quick hi she's she's adorable (laughs) right she's so okay thank you Oh, so, it's okay. She's so cute, though, Marcella. Look, she's so cute. Bye, Marcella. Don't worry. She's so sweet. Bye. I, like, love her. Go ahead. We should everyone's put her on the sweetest. set for Carol.
3: I love yeah, it. No. She's My mom. So
2: everyone's so sweet. Sweet. I'll
1: never forget. My mom. What you did to Vanessa or like two episodes ago, you like, Vanessa, you have the most gorgeous blue eyes.
3: They're, 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 <laughs> oh, no, you said that
0: then to then all, all goes, the girls. No, but then she, she goes,
1: though. they're blue, right? Yeah,
0: I remember. She always a- does that. She <laughs> go,
1: you have... Well, I love your name, Jennifer. It's Jennifer, right?
0: <laughs> Jennifer. What is it? Jennifer. She's like what? You're, you're like seven feet tall. I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> we, but
2: she's so genuine that yeah.
0: I don't think she's. I love it. a compliment. No, I, like,
2: really mean it. Wait, she's so like, you so are the so nice. So let's go back. So okay, you know, so they set like, up these conflicts.
0: They set up conflicts is, and.
2: Uh, but it sounds like you weren't that stressed out. Like the, the I think feet, that kind of the feeling I'm getting. Like from were, you. you were not nervous, like about your reputation.
0: Not really. I think I I wasn't. I I. I think I also maybe would be more nervous now because I'm I'm just a little bit older. But I think at that point in I time, I was like night Yeah, I also, you know, I've always kind of been self assured. Think I oh. was like, I suffer from high self esteem. <laughs> <laughs> That's but,
2: good. That's so I, funny. That help with the show though. I, did. I suffer from high well, self esteem. I think that
0: they need people who know themselves. You know, and but they
2: don't. They don't seem like they always get that. I mean, come on, you like you know you watch all of them. Yeah,
0: I think they there's certain people where like you have the weak one who gets picked apart, the one who's right. overly sensitive. Right. I think I had a good sense of self and I also thought like this is fun like I'm filming a dating show on Bravo I mean that is fun right yeah, so it's like totally. how screwed up and like twisted could this really get and it did at times get more oh. I think I was naive Because you don't in. know what
2: there but maybe that was good.
0: I think it was good but then I, I felt like I started to like have to it was like the producers I feel like got increasingly stressed out because they were getting a lot of feedback from the network as it was airing like we want more of this we want more of that oh. and then they oh. would push it on us oh. the field producers. Like how would they do that like, like in the interview scenes? Well the interview scenes like sometimes to thread together a story like if they were looking at the dailies the footage they were making an episode that had to like super quickly Mm -hmm. so they would need things in confessionals like lines to thread together the story to make it cohesive that they didn't get in the scene so they would practically feed you lines. So it was like scripting. Were you ever in a way when
1: any lines they fed you where you're like do did you feel confident enough to be like no I don't want to say that? That's not yeah, how Yeah, I, I would
0: I I started to because once because once it started the thing is like if you film a whole thing and then it airs six months later. Then you see what they did to you. Right. But because I was watching the episodes as they went, so I had seen them. I knew what things would turn into, or what they would get cut down to, or reduced. to. So do you really have to so be your own advocate careful. on
1: these when you're you, on a reality show?
0: Well, for sure. And also, they make you feel like you have to do certain things when in fact you really don't have to do those things. But they just kind of threaten you with being like you're like totally boring. Like they make it They'll seem say like that. They, they they kind of it's like having like the the okay. Like let's role play. I'm yawn. you. Yeah.
1: Um. So uh, you say, how did the day go?
0: How did the day go today?
1: Um, he was nice. I just don't think he's my type.
0: He was really ugly, right? You believe you thought he was ugly. You can say it.
1: Just say it. I think he just saw someone in, like I physically go for his forth. teeth. It was his teeth. No, I think it was just he um was His background, maybe <laughs> like not oh, the feet come from, like the big right. world. Oh, Oh, his you know? race.
0: Okay, so you're a racist and you hate his teeth. Okay. <laughs> I don't know
1: if that was it. And then <laughs> that was
0: it. You just say it. You could just say it.
1: I think it was just like maybe his body type.
0: Okay, so now, what that gets edited so that's what they to? Would say. What it gets edited to is I didn't like him because of his background and body type. <laughs> okay, and then, yeah, so it would cut down
2: to that. Okay,
0: it can be, but like the thing is that they want. So you, you really had to
1: like stick up for yourself.
0: You do have to kind of stick up for yourself for sure, but it's also like if you don't have those thoughts, they can't really firmly plant them in there, but they'll try to kind of. Right. What they what it is is that like they really try to make it conversational so sometimes the the field producers are really organized they're like out there they're helping to execute things Mm -hmm. but it's like the the more senior producers are the ones who do your interviews and they try to kind of make it seem like it's just you and them and building a false kind of confidence with you when in fact it's like you're looking right into the camera and it's all going straight out there but they do coax things out of you and they want things that are a little bit more gossipy and pointed and opinionated Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing too is sometimes you just don't have opinions about everything.
1: I want to know how so how did your dating life end after that show.
0: So basically, with the way the show ended, it looked like I was with this guy. Yes, Jack. right. You were making out with him. Right. No, the one that didn't want to kiss. Yeah, like the one who didn't want to kiss exactly. Him, right? He was the very about, cute. Uh, he is super sweet and he's mm-hmm. very cute. We d- had very like nothing in common (laughs) and I had very little interest in pursuing Pursuing. a real relationship with him um in a lot of in a lot of ways we were probably too similar in certain ways but like I mean there when we would film he's such a sweet guy but I like I actually I like couldn't stand him when we were filming (laughs) I was like I can't wait to end this yeah it was just that we were like I felt like a lot Mm -hmm. of times during filming like oil and in whatever vinegar Thank you. Yeah, I had an um, amazing yeah. thought
2: of that. I have no memory. <laughs> it's yeah.
0: like, wait, I don't want to Teresa Judice. No, so that, I don't even you know. know how I you know. thought of that. Yeah, but um, I uh, oil and water. That's it. Oil and right. water. <laughs> and <laughs> water. <laughs> like we still vinegar had vinegar? it wrong. Vinegar? 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 What do you? What
3: do <laughs> well, I, like I? Just salad? What do you salad?
0: Well,
1: I just do like butter and peanut butter. right? <laughs> yeah,
0: right. <laughs> exactly. She's like
1: jelly and tuna fish. Cashew
0: butter and cabbage. <laughs> well, that too. Oh my god. But okay. when the show I felt like there was like pressure to end on a happy note and that's what the viewers wanted and stuff yeah. like that. But after we filmed our finale and we were like in Central Park like, oh, me mic- off of me. Yeah, literally take off my mic done. I never really saw him again. He's a nice guy. I'm wish him the best definitely wasn't a good fit for me but i but it i we ended it as a fit because that's like how we wanted to finale the show and that's what right. we were they were like we really want you guys to kind of end they up have together
1: matchmakers on the show figuring out the type of people that would work for you it was just random they
0: had a, a, a casting the house of casting bill it's a casting company risa is the owner of it she's one of my best friends it's tr- uh, it's funny who you turn into so friends so with she's after this
2: house of casting. yeah
0: we tr- i didn't even get to really know her until after the show but oh she lived on my God, block that's in chelsea so we left just, i'm not really I don't really talk to any of the cast members really but i, I still talked to you risa that, so you
3: know. It, yeah
0: but she was casting the show as we filmed so she so was it wasn't really much, much of
1: because there's a show where p- there's like a matchmaker like uh merritt at first sight where they really try to know like what yeah. are you looking for I think nope. this person so this was yeah. like this was, was free flow it was yeah. free
0: flow and they would just put you in situations or set you up with, like my first date like they asked me when I started before I started filming like tell us about some of the people in your life I told them about my trainer my like super fun cute hot trainer Yeah, but he's just my friend we are not um, his name is Matt We're romantic. we're not romantic at all but they were like okay for, the, for our first scene they had me work out with Matt Yeah. Um, and then they had talked to Matt off camera and set up a plan for him to set me up with another client so they sort mm, of okay. were like piggyback backing off of right, real life situations right, right. and kind of orchestrating them, but not in ways that couldn't happen. You know, there were ways that could happen. Yeah. But, um, well, it, they also know how to do this. They do know how to do that. And you that's, know. yeah. But the, the thing is like really with like the, the like, the, like we really want you to kind of end up with Jack, like the viewers want to see it and this and right. that. So you sort of get a little oh, so bit, that
2: does happen.
0: It does happen because it's like you, cause dating is like so much messier than that. And the show had like, an end point. So, and I like, we had to kind of so finale you kn- it out. Did you
2: know it would only be one season?
0: No. I mean, I had no idea the, you know, it's funny. It was one season, and it was, the, uh, what I've heard is that it was just tremendously expensive to produce. See, I told you we yeah.
2: looked yeah. it, and what do I know? Well, just even like <laughs> when, I'm comparing the it on to Bachelor, no, comparing yeah. it to Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, this They've, is like freaking Sophie's Choice. Yeah, that?
0: they, that's a movie. They, I the right, knows. it's yeah, yeah, right. It's like Citizen Meryl Kane. Street. Right, exactly. they, um, they kind of can bang out some reality shows really quickly. But I remember when I was, um, we had a cat, we had like a cast and crew rap party after the finale, mm-hmm. and there was like 300 hundred people there wow. and I didn't know anybody and they all knew me oh, which was so great you know I mean? well they would come up to me like oh hey They're like, I wow. adjust your mid-tones and post wow. I was like that's one person's job you right. know what I mean Whole, or like yeah. I'm in charge of this and that and everyone had such a specific job because was it, was so lo- it was so quick so turnaround, turnaround so
2: that cost so much money
1: and
0: they had to they so had to so you think ten- that was
2: the problem why there wasn't another season
0: well the show actually won an Emmy it what won, it won wow. an Emmy in 2015 Wait, it,
2: it won an Emmy yeah
0: it was It was like outstanding outstanding um, multi-platform story. Storytelling, so there's Wait, the, it was really? yeah. Did so, you
2: did were you sitting at home when you heard this? Or? Uh
0: it Bravo <laughs> announced it to us and sent us champagne, and then wow. the producers so went. to. So I mean, the show. It's interesting. It was it was successful, and it was one season. But you <laughs> but, see how
2: that could happen? Yeah, like, for so sure. People don't know that you could have. Well, what about successful pilots that never go anywhere?
0: Oh, totally. You know what I mean? It's yeah, kind of, yeah. But
2: you got a season at least. I thought you no. Got, l- listen, you I got a I, season. You yeah, sound yeah, like an
0: old yeah, We shook it out. You got a season at least, kid. It was easy come, easy go, and I think what might be good for me too is like, I mean, I I don't really think and talk about it too much now because it has been some time, right? And I've definitely been establishing and building my brand and more products right. and all that. But I, I kind of feel in a way lucky that I had such a cool, unique experience. But it's not what people think of when they see me. They think of me as you know, oh, you're the eyebrow guy. That I use your products. My sister uses your products. I saw you, you know, in this magazine talking about eyebrows. So it's kind of great cause it, sometimes it might be. I assume oh, it's it hard to be tagged as like the bachelor. It was a while ago, but it also wasn't so long that it sort of was like what I feel like I'm known for, which is right. That would be very better. difficult. Well,
2: let me ask you, like, if, like if that's an mm-hmm. interesting thing. Well, first of all. The Bachelor, right? Yeah. Sometimes they don't have jobs anymore. Yeah. Like, my husband and I, are like, what the fuck do they do? Like, where where Pete, are the you? pilot. I mean, he's on the plane. He's, you know, he's got the hose and he's yeah, got the shirt yeah, off, yeah, of yeah. course. And I'm like, does is he a real pilot? Or is he or like a pilot for today? On? But right. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not like you. You have a, something you went to school for. Yeah. Which let's talk about a little bit. Yeah. So, so yeah, how, how did the show? You... Did... Wait, no, I want to. Oh, Was still on the show? No, no, I want to like okay. figure out. Like, did the show? Well, we can go back. But
1: did the show like help? Did you say like help your career? Like Yeah, right. the show. Help like, your brand. Yeah, help your it brand. It did help
0: my brand because, you know, it was a big part of my identity at the time. And it's still obviously is. I'm a eyebrow specialist based out of New York. Right. I had a product line in a small studio. I did mention my date's eyebrows to them or they would ask me about them. So it was always
1: like the I, thing you would bring up a yeah.
0: little bit. And it was also kind of knowingly too, you know, like, you know, like He's let's like. eyebrow do, guy. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: yeah. why I, not? Yeah. That was good of you. Yeah. But also I, natural.
0: Yep. Also natural. I filmed like hanging out with my sister after hours at my brow oh, studio. Yeah. Really? I love I that filmed. did your sister like that she did it was she fun she did you know that's like one of the cool parts is like when I look at the show now like I could see like my whole summer of 2014 Oh, so yeah, yeah, my is. old apartment uh, in Chelsea my cat <laughs> like, oh, like is you it know, dead is no, the cat no, still, still alive and well. Mrs. Cara. when she's I not
1: I love it stop right, it. Also, I love cat. how my mom was like is she dead? Because I've got six other dead ashes. <laughs> if you need a space, I have one underneath. You want to urn? I'm, I'm
0: looking at a bunch I've of had urns. i like, yeah. <laughs> right? I've almost it's 500 urns. Yeah,
2: no, I've had five hundred animals. How did you like start with
1: the eyebrows? Because it's so specific. It's yeah.
0: Well, you know, I went to school for business. I went to Villanova. I studied marketing. I saw that. So that's Very cool. Smart. Very things. Good school. Yes. Yeah, My it's a mom great school. Re- when she's
1: I was like, yeah. I was reading her bio. I was like, Went to Villanova. Mom's like, oh my God, he's smart. <laughs> very smart. She always does that. And she'll do this thing where Emphasis. she'll She'll be like very smart. And then but I feel like she's saying it in like, well, to worry, like, well, you didn't go. But like oh. he's very smart. She'll say that about everyone. And I'll be like, I went to Emerson. She's like, Yeah, but you transferred. But he went to Villanova <laughs> You're freshman yeah.
0: We're saying the very word is where the emphatic very is very, very judgmental. Yeah. Very.
2: It is very. It <laughs> right. is very. Anyway. Okay, exactly. so you know, so ahead. So you went so – go ahead. So when you went there, did you – so you were in marketing? I, I was
0: in the business school, but I was oh, creative. And I took all my electives in art and fine art. And I, at the time, worked for – as the um, the ward, like the head of wardrobe for the Villanova master's program for their mm. theater. And I was sewing. And I just was into creative things. And I thought that with – business school, it would be good to sort of just apply it maybe later to something so more creative smart of you which is exactly such I, a young I, where'd you grow up uh connecticut connecticut oh, okay but so yeah.
2: smart of you to think i, of, to I can't believe that
0: I, I was i had some foresight then i can't believe i actually was correct about that you know <laughs> yeah. when you're 18 you're not I don't really many right people about think a lot
2: about that well it's, if they're artists especially i don't think they think first of all most artists are not great business people
0: that's often the case and i think that that's the it really is like a 50 50 thing that you need i would even beg to say sometimes it's more like 70 percent business there 30% artistry because the business part is so challenging and so difficult. So and t- difficult. But you definitely need that balance. I thought that if I could kind of get some framework around how to run a business that maybe whatever I chose to do creatively would work for. Mm-hmm. I graduated school a year early. I was 20. Wow. I moved to New York. I moved to be... Genius.
2: Very bright. B- very very bright. bright. You hear very that, Tori? Very <laughs> bright. <laughs> God damn it. Very bright. <laughs> Tori.
0: Tori. Tori. It's like very bright. Lulu yeah. and I are like high fiving and is yeah. running off to cry at <laughs> <laughs> it's uh- Gary very Um, yeah I left I got I finished up nice and early but it was really more out of just hard Uh work than intelligence I like I did summer semesters online and I just didn't love being in college the way people do when they look back and they love it I wanted to be in New York City I've always wanted to Ah. live here I wanted to have a creative job I didn't want to study and be tested I wanted to work and earn money I just wanted to grow up you know in fact I think about it a lot I wanted to be exactly where I am now I feel very very lucky I wanted to be you had the vision. I yeah. wanted yeah. to In have 30, like a 30, 30, sh- and fly. So, so, yeah. so you kind,
2: <laughs> but you kind of saw this. You had the vision yeah. for this. That's unusual. I at think such that a young it's
0: powerful age. to to manifest those things because they do kind of become realities. And you start to make decisions to steer yourself toward them. So having goals I think is important. Even though your goals change along the way, you make a lot of small decisions every day that kind of lightly steer you in a certain direction. So I do feel like, you know Yeah, I feel like you were it makes had me feel this good. Yeah. So young. I have and a sense takes of where also have a lot be. of
2: determination.
0: It does. That's also not and stupidity and being stupidity. naive. I think right. that's I think you
2: little, need always a little bit of that.
0: You do just to make a well, big. You're naive. when yeah.
1: You're naive. When well, you're young.
0: that's it because I moved here and I worked at a costume design studio. I made. Oh, you worked at yeah, a costume design. Yeah, I did. Studio. I in Midtown. I was Probably literally no a sweatshop. Money. I made something like seven seventy an hour, which was two twenty a week full time. Wow. Two hundred twenty dollars a week full time, which is like. One eyebrow, yes. <laughs> like these days. So
2: people should hear that. Well, Where yeah. Where you have to start. It doesn't, young yeah. People.
0: I, oh, I had no pride about it either. And I still. I feel like I I've known how to become more successful, right. how to spend money, how to have fun. Right. I you also know should. how to be poor. I know right. how to be broke. I could do that again. I know how to make right. a pasta stretch you for a that, week. Feel that really? I just know how to do it. Like I know how to penny pinch if I need to, which was a good skill to have. Well, you haven't
2: penny pinched your clothes. I mean, <laughs> exactly. This
0: is all the things this I have. Good. I love. It. He's like when I'm all at a Chelsea
2: apartment, I meant what I'm wearing right
0: now. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> That's okay.
2: You can wear it every day.
1: I well, now so I great. feel
0: yeah. Now I feel like I uh, I I could I could have a little bit more flexibility. But I remember then I really didn't and you know so I was working in in costume design and beauty sort of grew from that I was never really huh. good at sewing never really great at costuming mm-hmm. but I started doing makeup I had a real oh, passion for it makeup. yep I started with the costume design studio that I worked at we would build costumes for like David Letterman Macy's Day Parade oh, really? but we also had a rental section where we would rent high-end costumes to people who were going to parties you know Victorian gar- whatever right. it was and I they used to ask for makeup artists if we knew any and I started to build a little kit and offer to do it just because I really needed the money the huh. extra money once I remember um, the Montclair 4th of July parade I wore the Statue of Liberty costume and no. was wow. the Statue that, of Liberty that is so fabulous I, I was paid to do the, the, to, to wear the costume and be the costume and be the whole thing because anything is like a side hustle I started to realize that I really was into beauty and makeup and I started working at Bloomingdale's for Bobby Brown I was going
2: to ask mm. you, yep. did you
0: work in any department I did retail was in the yep. make- YouTube, yeah. So Bloomingdale's for about eight months for Bobby Brown's, where I kind of like you know messed up everyone's faces. I learned I on them. Up. I I love I, you but it's That's okay, like every learn. teenage girl goes there yeah. to get their yeah. makeup done.
2: So, well, I used to go and then they, like I would get the makeup. Of course, I'd buy like two hundred dollars <laughs> worth, and I'd go home and I'd go ah. It's
0: probably, I probably did that to you. <laughs> it was at Soho, two thousand seven. It could have been. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I was really learning on the job, you know. Okay. And yeah, then I'm, I went to Bergdorf and worked for Shu a beautiful brand. Then I went to Barney's, worked for Chantico. So I had done some of the retail. So you
2: really spent time doing makeup.
0: I did. So I was in retail and then I also was doing print makeup artistry. And then I got a great job at the New York City Ballet doing makeup. And that was like the best. It was so much not about selling to Upper East Side women. It was about going to work, you know, rolling up my sleeves, sweatpants, a large coffee, like doing bald caps, like painting bodies, like just really working. So,
2: you know, my older daughter danced for New York City Ballet. No clue. That's So, so cool. So she's 32.
0: Oh, I'm 33. What's her name? Rachel Piskin. Oh, that name does sound familiar. It did. Was she there in like 2009?
2: Tori, wait. It was. Yeah. It was about. She got it when she was 16, 16 and then left at 23. So wait, it was about 10 years ago.
0: Do you know like Stanley Tynes? He's like that was the head of like hair and makeup. He was our she, department head. She, she would was, know all this. It's a lot of work. No, that but was I lo- mean,
2: for you, you were on the good side of it. It's stressful. You know stressful. that a lot of shits happened there. Peter Martin oh, fired, yeah. and, but you didn't have to go through that.
0: No, but there was Cara, always it was culture. a lot of stress and a lot oh. of pressure on them. Oh, but you, you saw that. Oh, yeah. for sure. It, it, it was. They were all hungry and tired. And that's like, how my daughter <laughs> lived. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, she lived. Her the hungry bitch. I know yeah. it like, <laughs> it's, <like laughs> it's it's a like a joke accurate. in my family. I just kind of decided at one point I need a relevant credential in beauty wow. because I have a marketing degree and I have a lot of. I'm gaining a lot of experience in beauty, but I want like a something more solid. So I went to the Aveda Institute in Soho wow. and became an esthetician. It took five months and mm-hmm. I, it was 600 hours. And you know, if you, those of you who don't know cosmetologists, it's a thousand hours generally for hair, estheticians is skincare, hair removal, all of that. And I realized as we learned how to do brows for maybe 15 minutes out of the 600 really? hours, that it was just wax on wax off. And I thought, well, that is such a, Terrible that. Well, to that's do how breasts. I lost my brows. That's how wax everyone's on, Wax, wax off,
2: they waxed them off. Yeah, <laughs> they
0: let less on, they more off. They fucked me up. Yeah, that's the story of every New Yorker and everyone probably oh, it listening to. Well, a lot of people just they've been overworked over time. And when I was in, you know, doing you know print makeup art, print makeup work, or some bridal makeup, I always did brows, tweezing only, oh, taking my time. I never knew it was special because at the time I felt people thought, oh my god, like. I would do a magazine cover for like a celebrity and then they would ask me to constantly do their brows after oh. that or a bride. I'd get her ready for her wedding and after she got married, I would go to her apartment and do her brows. So mm-hmm. it was sort that's of pointed out to of, me. That's yeah. how it
2: grew. It yeah. grew
0: like that. It was sometimes you have to listen to what you, people think think that you're excelling in. I really wanted to do costume design. I sucked. Oh, I would sew did. my thumb to my the <laughs> the hem of something, but I was determined to be good at it. But the oh, fact was really I just did want to do wasn't that, that right, great. People well, just I were... did want to do it. I just didn't have a natural talent well, for it. Well, you know, it.
2: it's funny because Rachel when the ballet was over she actually went into costume design as well mm-hmm. oh, and she was getting these great like tv no, she was very unhappy yeah. she said i am unhappy. i am not gonna do this she said she would no she was like on um, she was on the good wife and she was getting a wow. lot of very big jobs like snl and she said oh no I am not going to do this. I'm going to be the old lady with 10 cats. Oh. No, she's like, I, I don't see... she was see. like only 24
1: at the no, time. No, she was right. She <laughs> says, I just don't have... I
2: think she was so burnt out from the ballet. And I think being on the other side of it as the person pinning. Yeah. And she couldn't see herself as not as the performer. And yeah. she said, it's a lot of work. And like, she was carrying bags. You know, she was having accidents in vans. It's a, it's a ton of work. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, she it's she, physical
0: she, labor. Yeah. And labor. I think she had
2: just gone to what you know she had been in another level and then had to start at the bottom but she didn't see herself as that person yeah and if you don't have the passion even if you don't you don't have have the talent talent. (laughs) you you had the passion she didn't
0: it's not always enough you know that's the thing it's like even when we talk about business being difficult if somebody has a really like rotten idea it's not gonna really up and go places it's like you have to have something where like you are you have a base level of talent that you can kind of work on and refine. But just like having like, just like the passion to have a business alone does not a business no, make, no. you know. And that's
2: why so many fail. That's why so many fail. Shock failed. tank. So yeah. how did you start your own business? So wait, well, so wait I want to go. So now you're realizing from the okay. brows that you're really changing people's faces right. and everyone's starting to ask you
1: to They're asking to me them.
0: about it. So basically I... And I think
1: that's kind of a good lesson like in anything because when people... Or like liking something specific about right. you, but you don't know. Like for instance, like I do a lot of things. I do the podcast. I do stand up. I do videos. Right. But when I I see someone. They go, "I love the podcast with you and your mom." But they're not saying, "I love that joke you did two and a half weeks ago." So I'm thinking, okay, I guess. This is there is something. So what there. people are responding to. You know what I mean. So you, I think you have to listen to that.
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. It's exactly right. And once you start to f- focus your attention on those things, it seems to take off because that is what was happening. And I did love eyebrows, but it, you also we also love what we're good at. We like what we get praised for. It makes right. you feel good, and then it makes you kind of more into it. I mean, it wasn't like I grew up obsessed with like you know like drawing eyebrows and crayon all over my bedroom wall. Uh, right. You know, but I was. You were like,
3: I'm into eyebrows. Yeah. Someone get me hair. <laughs>
0: exactly right. It's like the total like uh, whatever. A beautiful. Mind of eyebrows. Right. Uh, A beautiful. <laughs> eye- <laughs> I love that. A beautiful eyebrow. <laughs> I am. Um, so crow, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I, let's go ahead. I am. Um, I started. I lived in the Upper East Side actually for many years, On oh, seventieth, really? uh, yeah, oh. and, and the East Side, and then so I was working in retail, working at the ballet at night, and then to, as a side hustle because I really didn't ha- have a lot of money. I really wasn't earning a lot. It was it was a, sh- a struggle because none of these things really paid no, that well. Right. So I was going to people's homes in the Upper East Side and doing their eyebrows. I was going to say that. Mm-hmm. I, was I, I had a house call feeling service. That's how it well, I started by charging fifty dollars, going to my clients with like my little like bag of tweezers and sitting them down and doing their brows, and that's exactly how I started. And then it started to go like rapid fire, like word of mouth. Oh, I started really? to get a couple celebrities. Um, t- oh. I had a little write-up in like timeout New oh. York. Then I had oh. a bigger write-up in W. Oh. Like it was just, that's kind of another thing when something feels right people will tell you it's right and you start listening to it then the obstacle is kind of clear and it's not that it's easy because we discussed how business is very difficult but it's like when I was doing costume design it was just like one big obstacle and barrier in front of the other Mm. and when you start to direct yourself in a path where you're you belong it's like the path is kind of clear even though it's challenging it's not like there's insurmountable things and I stopped working in retail and then I finally gave up the ballet even though I was doing both for a while because I need I kind of it was hard not to have a steady paycheck but i just got so busy and once i started to put a hundred percent of my time and energy and effort into my business and did nothing else it really started to get big and that was around 2012 13 and then you know i did i just was a house call service and then i got so busy with that that i took clients out of my apartment for years and it was
1: just you at this point did you train anyone
0: just me and in my apartment with like Kevin Bacon or like really? Lady Gaga, <laughs> yeah, like it was Stop like funny. No, I started getting really? yeah, I started so getting like, like celebs. Fr- I don't know
2: if you're allowed to say it, but who was your first celebrity that started? I think all of that it? my like first big back.
0: celebrity, like Kira Sedgwick, was one of my oh, first. She's gorgeous, she's gorgeous, amazing, super nice. She Used to come over and uh, to my apartment. We'd have so tea, how did I'd you do her brows. Her? She found me on Yelp, just like or no. just like, yeah, that's how people. But heard. like
1: because I guess at the time, eyebrows really Six wasn't years ago, it right? wasn't this a thing really.
0: All right, so maybe like. Oh, God, I don't even know what year it is. It was hard it's to like find 10 a, years ago. Like a oh, good eyebrow ago. person. Okay, yeah. that's
2: true. But, and so a celebrity would be looking for that. Yeah, it was very like specific. A good one, yeah,
0: yeah. There's there's eyebrow specialists everywhere in it now. And I'm like, you know, I was an eyebrow specialist before it was right. cool. But, um, yeah, there was nothing of the there type. There was nothing. And also, like... Timing,
2: the f- too. Yeah, helps. timing is
0: huge. And then, you know, I feel like there was things that made eyebrows more important, like Cara Delevingne, the model with these big, beautiful eyebrows oh. in 2012. Or There's just certain um, things that started people started to focus on eyebrows, and I was kind of... I felt like a lot of times leader of the pack, at least in press, mm-hmm. because I was like the the industry expert in all of the magazines. Oh, would always that call, helped. Well, they would call me for expert tips oh. and stuff. There you were, were getting I, the buzz. I was I was getting the buzz and I was like, and I was not afraid to grow my brand as the industry was getting bigger and taking chances. But I went from working in my apartment to then working, like then I got a very small basically office space that I made really cute on yeah. uh, 32nd and 5th Avenue where I could have a, because it was taking over my life where I would be on a date like at my apartment on a oh, Friday night yeah. and people would be buzzing my door <laughs> because it was written about in a uh, on a blog or a magazine because I would list oh, my so you would put your address and my cell phone number <laughs> Wait, because it was stop. so unperd right. yeah and I had
2: no idea
0: people I know like, right. stay
2: in bed don't move the position
1: don't you right. move I gotta go <laughs> between <laughs> the eyebrows but right. I'll be right
0: back right here here's a glass of water don't in, move it's yeah. time
2: out magazine that's okay don't come out it's Lady
1: Gaga in there and don't put on any songs of hers she yeah, doesn't exactly. like that yeah <laughs> exactly she won't
0: like it I'm just gonna throw the sheet over you and I'm gonna just we're gonna do some and fucking right
2: you had the chair right in the bedroom that's okay just don't worry literally bed. Murphy bed back. studio apartment it, it looked
0: like it was my apartment was the size of a, 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 this this room which we're in like a little media room this yeah. was that's my entire right. apartment which was you that's know that's how you start them. well yeah. yep and i had a murphy bed that folded up and then just like wow. a chair in the middle and that is how i started so when i moved to my first small brow studio that's huge it was just good it was huge for me and it was a big deal to separate it and it made it more formal than i had an assistant and then i was there for a handful of years um even during the singles project i was i was still there i was gonna ask you yeah
2: right you had that
1: whole thing so 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 did you start the when you left your apartment to start your own like or the salon did that happen very similar to the, when the show started it like was within the year? I
0: opened my first small space in October 2012 mm-hmm. and then the it was about less than two years later Okay. so a little All bit right, later there was a little bit time there yeah. was a time thank this, god I yeah, think that thank thank god. too much right yeah. and then I think that the show actually it ended in like late 14 and I opened my larger scaled studio in late 2015 and i think part of that interesting
2: sh- how that grew if you see that timeline you did. know what i mean i also
0: feel like I was thinking too, because I had such a big win, I think with Mm -hmm. like a TV show on Bravo every Tuesday night. That's right. That I kind of was in that idea of like, what's next? And I wanted to do something kind of like, I kind of was like, I had maybe the self-assurance and confidence to be like, I could like, let me take a big chance. uh, Let me roll the dice a little bit again. And
2: part of being a business person is rolling the dice. Yeah. It's a big part of it. But you did, yes. But also you were an expert at something you would do. Yeah. I also- You had a talent- and you already had a business. The thing that you too grew is out of like your Murphy bed.
0: Right. Exactly. I had uh, built my business. You know the thing about right, opening a brow right. studio, it, it's like you know it was it's like six figures in a build out, which I funded myself, and it was like um, you know to open like say you were going to open a restaurant, right? You need all the kitchen equipment, all the staff. Right. Before you can serve one meal, you need to have so much investment put in. I grew my business very very slowly through reinvestment. I'm still the only owner of my business, mm-hmm. but um, I like I I it wasn't it was really measured risk. Like I really kind of built my clientele when I opened my. Brow Studio, for example, I had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients I had saved a lot of money from working first doing house calls then in my apartment then in my other studio you had no overhead I had no and I had savings from what I did you saved right because I didn't need and I started with one brow specialist under me we were closed on Sundays and I started getting more specialists and we were opening Mm -hmm. more days so you could I was able to it was measured risk I didn't have to kind of like you know lose my shirt and lay it all out on the line but also you
2: were very smart because I'm I mean scared smart (laughs) no that was a pretty smart way you did things you did yeah. things very systematically Yeah. but I think it's such a this story is so great and I hope some of our listeners yeah. you know can really hear what it takes to start a business
0: yeah it takes a lot and, of and time and how I think All right it
2: now is. it's it's hard, it's so hard with social media or like
1: or any shows or about businesses because it seems like it's just like within a year it seems like a very quick turnaround it's not
0: and also when I think do you have
1: any advice for people that like even if they don't want to get into the eyebrow business right like yeah anything, t- it applies to everything
0: yeah Well, I guess a lot of advice is probably coming up with a unique idea that you feel like has legs right so right. sometimes people are they just want to be an entrepreneur and that's what comes first then they kind of try to figure out what the business is going to be mm-hmm. you really do have to have some meat and like you know on the bone for your business like right. is this something that people need is there an opportunity is there a market really analyzing those things i would say starting small and growing big is probably the advice i would say instead of opening a store to sell your you know ceramic mugs right maybe start online or your Start want to around the corner yeah. to go to, right. I yeah. guess another piece of advice that just, it just turned out to really help me was I always believed in publicist and PR. So I used to scrape together my pennies when oh, I was making really? money and give it all in cash to a publicist. No. And then I started to be able to, I would go to Condé Nast and meet with, you know, like the, the I would go to meet with really? Harper's and Marie Claire and Elle and I would do those b- editors browse for free and I'd oh, give them all f- my products. And then, you know, I'd get a break, a big, nice article in Marie Claire. So I started to really leverage press. I'll tell you these days it's changed. Sometimes those magazines aren't as um, well read. It's online. It's online. well that's the thing my publicist now will take two desk side days a month which is you know meeting with editors one day will be print all the traditional things you know from good housekeeping glamour, whatever but then we'll do a day of cover tour the cut bustle refinery 29 that's where it's at yeah and those are the ones that tend to really move the needle you know so but I would say that you know getting that megaphone and getting out there you can do it through Instagram through YouTube but even like some good old-fashioned press is good but I guess the thing is you know you just having a good idea working hard and being patient starting small and growing and leveraging um, contacts press and social media as much as possible Mm -hmm. Um, and then good old tenacity there's no there's no yeah and having a realistic expectation too and not being too hard on yourself because we can always compare ourselves to others I compare myself to other businesses that are so much bigger than mine and when you look at it through that lens. framework, yeah. yeah. You feel like you're really behind. It's we're not mm-hmm. where Anastasia is, not even close, not even a blip of that. You have, to, that wear, market you have share. to wear blinders. That's I'm just it. I'm looking at you and
2: admiring what you've done as an older person, I think it's phenomenal. Thank you. And I think you're also I think his the the other ingredient into listening to you is you're very, very smart. Oh no. Thanks. no. I mean you have this to This is no dummy Tory. Tori.
1: This, is, this is
0: no dummy very
2: very, very smart. No, but, but true. You put Mom, together- he was going to walk
1: up instead of taking the elevator. He's a genius, Tori.
0: He's a ge- <laughs> He's got two very, legs. has
1: got two legs. Very this strong. One, very smart. This one is a
2: smart one. This one is a genius, I'm telling you. <laughs> he she- knows how stairs work. This is she does. This is the, her best thing is me. Her bet. Anyway, oh, this is her bet. Anyway, no, but I mean, I think for people listening that really want to start a business... It just—you just didn't open a store. No, yeah. it can't it took be like years that. Yeah. Of well, it, it, costume design and city yeah. ballet and yeah. college and marketing yeah. and business, and, and then figuring out browse yeah. was going to be something that really was a niche and right. that you were good
0: at. Right. there is That's the thing is like really looking um, knowing what the, your market is and making sure there's an opportunity for it. I think at the time a lot of people were I would see this at Bergdorf Goodman women would go buy a $1,200 Acris skirt and then they would go across the street to get their brows waxed for $6 after their nails wow. getting done. Right. I thought well that's not very luxurious that's you know hard on the skin yeah. it's that there's chemicals there's heat there's so many things like you know with waxing yet alone it's not very artistic or precise I thought that, you know like a tweezing these women should be in their brows tweezers, it just seems like the acris So you of kind of saw that, though. I saw that, and also I never regretted my time in retail because I manufacture and sell products, which I learned a lot about in retail. So and tell I us kind about of your products client. that you have. We have twenty-eight unique SKUs, everything to fill in your brows, from tinted gels, powders, pencils, pomades Um-come. to yeah. products Next like week t- you should. No, t- t- I have to. Tools. Okay. We have m- multiple brushes, tweezers, scissors, oh. even some things that are slightly out of category. A beautiful Joey Healy candle, a botanical facial mist that oh, just very smart but we yeah we have everything is really it's a Joey Healy eyebrow collection it's all on JoeyHealy.com we're retailed in some stores we're in like Neiman Marcus Hudson oh, Yards yeah. that's a good and one like Neiman small Marcus ones. But yeah, <laughs> thank just God a, it wasn't
2: Barney's right yeah now.
0: Barney's I is are. toast
2: but isn't that awful but, but there you go you could be Barney's and go out of business I well
0: that just shows Right, bigger
2: you, it doesn't mean better
0: I always thought it'd be aspirational to be sold in some place like Barney's. You realize, hey, maybe I'm not doing so bad because <laughs> no. I'm still around. You
2: know what? It makes you think. I wait, I make... want to ask you two questions okay. before we end
1: up the wrap-up soon. Oh my but
2: God, wrap up. know.
0: We need to I know, up. I we to I know. It's so bad. This down. Are, I No, no,
2: the, it's an hour, could, so we'll they, have a few more. Co- yeah. Wait, this is the... Uh, no. no. Mom, calm down. We so got the interested. videos too we have to do. So I'm not usually as interested in people.
1: No, no,
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. They're no geniuses, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um. So wait, one, are you in a relationship now? No,
0: I'm totally single.
1: Did you just get out of something?
0: No, I got out of a relationship in 2017. So I've been single for a while. And okay. that was the first two relationship years? I was in. Yeah, I'd say I only had two serious relationships in my oh, non-televised be, life. But
2: you must be so sweet, though. You've only had two. I like that you're not like yeah. have a million relationships. I just feel
0: that I, I love connecting with somebody in a really special way. And mm. I think I know, I'm not saying I haven't... Been with a million men. Right. I just okay. Like, but you know that not quite. Right. Not quite. But it's like you know relationships. Corey's getting there. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. We could yeah. do it too. We could go yeah, hit yeah. the town together. Go ahead. I just feel like That's for me, show. like a relationship is like I invest so much time and energy and effort into myself, developing my brand, developing my stuff Yeah. I don't want to. I don't know that I have excess energy for somebody who needs kind of work. needs a lot of work. And I think
1: there's a lot of guys. I mean, I don't know. In Uh, Like the gay world I don't know But I feel like I date these guys That like I'm like all right, well, this one's scared of fucking ov- ovens. This one's got an OCD. Yeah. It? This oh one's my 36 God. and doesn't want to commit. And this, you don't know I even mean? like everyone I has these problems I literally
0: always say, like, I want a Frankenstein together, a man. I want Aaron's body, <laughs> Joe's job, you know, Rick's you like, wiener You want to create a six character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, can I, like, can I get, like, can I mold this all together? It really is one of those things where it's like you feel like no one has it all. But the thing is, people are flawed. And if they're not flawed, then I wouldn't trust them because right. if you're too good to be true, you usually are. But it's just finding that special connection. Some people, you know, And they, you did they, find it. I found it before, but yeah. people seem to find it 5 times a year and I just five, am five, not five, that yeah. kind of person. I the think love of are, their lives. I
1: think those are the people that are willing to just like take on a, like they're not they're, they don't they're okay settling maybe.
0: I think the way I see it is like you can make a decision if you like somebody or you don't. You can make that in two dates, five minutes, whatever. But a lot of people decide that I like this guy. And then they ignore all of the little things that would lead them to a normal conclusion. So they're <laughs> working to try to make reality fit this fantasy. And right. try- so once they make that determination, they're ignoring a lot of the things that are happening. Where I try to sort of just like learn about people more gradually. But the thing is that I also don't love people like me. Like with my same I energy was gonna level. I that. Yeah.
2: Like it must be hard to keep up with you. Like, yeah. you want someone, maybe you need someone a little bit more, like, mellow. I need maybe one of those successful. welders
0: just, in the elevator. I was going to say. <laughs> someone who knows how to fix it. So, that. I think the <laughs> elevator's broken. No, because I think
2: Tori's kind of like that. Yeah. I think it's yeah. hard to keep up with her as I'm looking at you and going, all right. But
1: I We, we also, would be
0: the world's worst couple. Oh, yeah, we
2: would never talk. <laughs> no, no, never. He's
1: crazy. Yeah, have, never gave Danny
0: a Too of much high things. energy. Exactly. And your
3: eyebrows suck.
0: Well, listen,
2: maybe on the way down, you'll get There'll be one of these hot contact tracks. There's, there's so many of them, right? I'm like, let Or I go learn up to the penthouse. I don't know.
0: <laughs> you know, I think that I like people who have really grounded energy, and also people who I'm a Leo and very much of that star sign. But people who um, I like men who are like cerebral. They're well read. They're they. You know, even the people I've loved who I've dated, like maybe they don't like talk as much, but everything they say is like purposeful and interesting and meaningful. Sounds right. like you need a professor. I yeah, like yeah, I, I really could right, <laughs> yeah, like a, a hot, hot professor teacher, professor yeah. hot professor. Yeah, yeah. someone's
2: listening.
1: Hello.
0: hello tell your adjunct professor <laughs> to, that he meets his brown <laughs> star it's
1: like listen I tried to sleep with him then I found out he was gay so I think he might be good perfect for I'm gonna yeah. have
0: like half off all you know university teachers yeah. and sure I, I I think I could use a bit of a balance but you'll see you know a psychic that I just had a reading oh, joy you oh I'm glad oh, you, you told me the psychic. that I'm gonna be meeting somebody I'll be in a serious relationship my long term relationship by June oh. of this year now
1: do you trust a psychic or is this a random one
0: I mean, (laughs) kind of a rando, right? But he's his prices make you feel like you should trust him. A client who was totally skeptical just went on and on and on. I held his number for a year before I called him. He gave me things very matter-of-factly. He didn't say a ton to validate the present, but he gave me uh, this is in November. He gave me predictions for six months that were extremely specific. So I'll know if he's kind of full of shit by June. By June, yeah. By June, yeah. And then I'm gonna like you know, you know file my lawsuit in yeah. June that I wanted my money back he said I'll meet somebody a strong S sound Samuel Sebastian, Sebastian. <laughs> that's his name oh, okay. wait he gave
2: no. you a name strong <laughs> S oh, strong S I was like Samuel
1: yeah.
2: okay yeah. a snake uh, yeah exactly Slytherin snake
0: <laughs> yeah your Slytherin snaky Snape will be there by June 2020 married with two kids that's what will become he won't have children so I kind of feel like yeah I'm, I'm gonna have one. guy it was just funny to get such a strong prediction but it, if anything I mean believe it verbatim, but it made, gave me that reminder that people do just drop into your life like you never no, really they know. Do yeah. You don't know. That's
2: the beauty I'm of open. it.
0: That's the beauty of New York and life. I like. Yes. I think dating is fine, so I don't put a ton of pressure on myself, That's good. but I'm currently totally single, but really open and willing to meet somebody, but there's, I have somewhat unwavering standards that don't, that doesn't mean you have to be perfect or have rock hard abs or have a great mm-hmm. job or tons of money. It's just that you, we have to relate in a way where I feel like balanced, connected, safe, like trusted. So it's, I wouldn't open that space just for anybody. I'd rather make a new brow pencil. Right. A blue? I love it in New well, brown that's pencil. That's amazing. I mean, so on that note,
1: you are a ama- mate. You, you are, are ama- a mate. We've said it twenty thousand ge- times.
2: No, but honestly,
1: thank you. Yeah, no, I so like swashy- it, yeah. Oh yeah, we could record <laughs> like for twenty more hours. He's an
2: incredibly successful yeah, really. young man. Thank you. And I hope that some of the listeners could, you know, really hear your story and maybe gain some insight into. Yeah. How do you start a business?
0: Listen, you guys can always um, message me for uh, for questions and stuff at Joey Hilly Brows on Instagram because a lot of times I get brow questions, but I also equally get a lot of beauty questions. And a lot of people who I interact with and who follow me on social and we talk have beauty brands of their own. And so it could be, listen, it doesn't even have to be beauty, but you know, a lot of these people are. I love sharing everything I learned because I, I never had a mentor and I almost wish I did. And I would huh. love to be that for somebody Sounds else. Sounds like you didn't
2: need one, but, but you know, now
0: you could be one. I would love to because I made. So many, you know, little missteps along the way. Right. So I mean, truly, if uh, that, that uh, to help anybody in beauty or business, if anyone needed help, please reach out to me because I have so accountants sh- for you. It's I have tips I for have you. Do account- you have any I like
1: quick little things? I mean, I know I re- are so complicated, but anything like. Someone can take home about, like, doing their eyebrows. Like, should you ever do your own eyebrows? A million things.
0: Well, if you ever – first of all, I like to stay away from wax and thread. I feel like they're not that precise. Tweezing tends to be the best. Um, A big mistake I see constantly is people over-trimming their brows. So be careful with your scissors. Mm -hmm. Don't trim more than one hair at a time. Even though you're not plucking the hair out, you're still reducing it. Mm-hmm. Um, your brows should begin really at the kind of the bridge of your nose. You could take a brush and push it vertically against the nose bone. That's mm-hmm. really where this should begin. Mm-hmm. Don't get rid a of those tip. little sprouts in the front. Sometimes they're nice to come up. Keep your arch about two thirds of the way out, centered can look a little I mean, crazy. This is yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. If you're not using product currently and you're scared to use it, start with a powder, start with something a little bit lighter. A powder
1: on your eye? Brow? On your eyebrows.
0: Oh mm-hmm. I didn't not know on you your eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> right on those brows. Wow. But sometimes it's easier than a pencil. If you're really non-committal, try a clear brow gel just to organize and sweep them into mm-hmm. place. Um symmetry is a goal, but don't risk your or sacrifice your good brow to match the bad one. Use right. a little bit of product to help the bad one. And then, you know, don't hold yourself to expectations of celebrity pictures or Instagram. They're yes. all face tuned and changed. Just do your best. And I would say less is more in general with brows, mm-hmm. if the, you don't want to overwork them. I mean, I have a million zillion things. And also a right. th- little plug, but it is such a big thing is we have a brow serum that grows your brows. It's the biggest Oh, really? I'm buying that. My wow. It's amazing. It's well, called well, bra- Brow Renovation Serum. And that is where so many people need to start because they just don't have enough to start with. And using that peptide-based gel Brow Renovation mm. Serum, it's super, super helpful to get you further. And like I said at the beginning, I tinted my brows last night and I looked in the mirror and this morning. And they look so good. They, Fabulous. they were really kind of blonde and, you know, I guess overlooked the, the past few days. So tinting your brows is a great way to get them to pop. And I don't love microblading. I don't always trust it. Oh, uh, we got to talk. We got well, it's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's not yeah. always my favorite. No, I know. So you do have to, um, if you can look at other alternatives first, serums products, tinted gels, tinting, that might be a great place to start before you commit That's to something like a advice. tattoo. That's very
2: good advice. I wish I had
0: that <laughs> Yeah,
1: I did it. At all of your things. Where's your yep. store? So
0: Joey Healy Eyebrow Studio is in Manhattan, just, in, just in, the, in the village. It's on 51 University Place between 9th and 10th Street, just south of Union Square, just north of Washington Square Park. Um, we're open seven days a week. We have a great team of specialists, myself included. We do shaping. We do tinting. It's very specified, very, very luxurious. All information at joeyhealy.com, H-E-A-L-Y, at Joey Brows on Instagram and everywhere else, Twitter. And the big one is if anybody's in the New York area, Sunday, um, January 26th, so just about a week after this comes out, I will be at Caroline's presenting Beauty Fails with a great team of people, Mary Beth Barone, Benito Skinner, Benny Drama, and... Tori Piskin. I'm, I'm gonna be there. It's gonna be and a her night of. And our mother in the audience. And yes. Her mother. If you want to
2: meet Lulu, <laughs> I'll be there.
0: There'll be tickets at Caroline's website. You can just search Joey Healy and um, the promo code works right now, which is browse b r o w s for eleven dollar tickets. That's very That's cute, cute. Yeah, it's super cheap. But it's gonna be a night of stand up based around beauty salon I gossip, it. pop culture. And also, they get so to
1: meet
2: you.
0: Yeah, and I get to meet them. Yeah.
2: For eleven freaking dollars, buy
1: a ticket, people. Yeah. yeah. Buy a ticket. I mean, tell us something to me, and tell us. What's your um, Instagram handle again?
0: It's Joey Healy Brows. Because
1: it's a nice
2: Instagram.
3: Yeah. It's, I,
0: uh, I
1: stalked last aw, night. Thanks. It's amazing. I stalked yours so, too. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah a lot of puppies.
2: I know it I'm obsessed. So happy. I know, I am too. right? More than even my grandson. Yeah.
0: Which <laughs> is a little <laughs> pathetic. Seems like more in than away. your daughter sometimes. Oh, <laughs> oh
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The puppies. I
1: know that are, are, for like, they're, <laughs> they're
2: forefront. And the business is stuck in
0: there. Yeah. Oh, they're point. so cute. Anyway,
1: well, before we end, I just want to say that as you guys are listening to the podcast, don't forget to take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast. Tag us at Got It for My Mama Podcast. We will repost it on ours. Keep reading and reviewing the podcast on iTunes. And yeah, keep spreading the word. Spread the word like you're trying to get like bigger eyebrows or something. Yes. I'm trying to think of a good yes. analogy. Ooh.
0: Spread here. it as wide as like the brows w- of your dream. Oh, oh, wow. wow. Yeah. That's good.
3: That, <laughs> only
1: you could
2: think of that. <laughs> only you could th- and, and then, and mom, mom to my outro. outro. So I'm not just Tori's mom. I don't know if you knew this.
0: You're everybody's uh, mom. I yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen to the podcast. <laughs> I love
2: great. it. Thank you so Thank much. You. you gotta come Thanks back. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, I'd be come happy to. And you don't have to come back with any equipment, just yourself. Just me. But you have to dress like this. Okay, again. done.
0: Wear the same okay.
3: outfit. Deal. Okay, bye.